You say teenager, I say toddler. Two longtime friends in different seasons of parenting process the past while dealing with the craziness of today. Enjoy! Welcome back, everybody, to You Say Teenager, I Say Toddler. Teenager, toddler, teenager, toddler. I w- You guys can't see this right now, but I wish y'all could see the little dance that Kurt is doing behind his microphone. It's a jazzercise dance for the 4th of July. Oh, man. See, this is why no one ever accused you of being butch. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Okay, we might have to cut that. This is what people are talking about when they say you have a quality. Do you remember that on Friends? When they kept accusing Chandler of being gay and he was like, what is it? And they'd be like, I don't know, you have a quality. Maybe it's that you're doing a jazzercise move behind your microphone. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop because I sound like a bitch. Um, (laughs) Again, we can cut that in post. Okay, so we're going to do a check-in. Kurt has some news. Yes. So, hey there. I'm Kurt. I'm a single gay dad of a 16-year-old living in Los Angeles, California. So, my check-in. Let's see. Ah, you know what? It was so amazing. It's really exciting to have our podcast on Apple. Yay. uh, We're real. We're here. Um, We're authentic. Anyway, Babs got really excited when, you know, in her own way, (laughs) <laughs> when she saw that we were on um, on Apple and she was listening and I laid in her bed with her and most of episode one, I laid there and while she listened and it was so amazing, Leanne. It was incredible to see like her reaction. And oh my her gosh. <laughs> and I, I was like, kind of like, oh my God, a few times, you know, she's like, um, that's not true. Or yeah, I need to set the record straight. Um <laughs> One thing is she wants to come on the show. And I'm like, yeah, like, slow your roll, girl. And the other, she's like, oh, my God, yeah, you sound so racist. Because when I was talking about the defund the police, and, you know, I'm like, thank you for bringing that up, Babs. Because we were both raised with systemic racism. And like we did in our other episode, we had no idea what defund the police meant. We are on board with it. We agree with it. Um, We're educating ourselves. All I can say is I promise to keep doing better. I promise to keep educating myself. I realize my part in being part of the problem with my white privilege. I get it. I never understood it. And it's uh, been very eye-opening. So I just, you know, I promise the black community that I will continue to educate myself on that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so, okay. I want to hear more though about what she thought. Like, was she mad? Other than like, she was like, no, that's not right. I want to tell my side of the story. Was she mad? Did she think it was good? Yeah, no, she thought it was good. She was really, she was just kind of like, she listened to all three. And it was one of the ones we were talking about, not like the first one, but the one we were talking about, you know, all this, you know, well, of course she snuck out to protest. Everyone in the world knows about it now. I think she might be a little miffed about it. But I can just, you know, you know your own child and just seeing her face, you could see it on her face. She was just like, wow, this is really happening. This is funny. I'm impressed. Um, it was just cool doing that with her. And we have a little road trip coming up and I like to listen to it all in the car with my friends. So this weekend's coming up. We have the opportunity to drive some good friends to Colorado. And it's a family that's in our pod that we've quarantined with since March. We had a little escape trip to Sedona back when mm-hmm. things were But, okay, here's the picture. <laughs> two adults, two teens in my little sporty car. 
um, 12 hour drive, camping, which I'm not crazy about, but the area is going to be gorgeous. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Babs and I get to drive back by ourselves because our friends are going to remain there for a while. So we have a 12 hour trip back, but you know what? Step out of my comfort, seize the adventure. You can't celebrate 4th of July anyway around here. Beaches are closed. Everything's closed. Family gatherings are shut down. And Babs is like, I'm not celebrating 4th of July regardless. I'm just not celebrating it. Oh, funny side note. We were supposed to go to a little social distance party. But this friend has this event for the last nine years. And it's tough not having it this year and seeing them. Mm. I ordered some cupcakes from this friend of mine who uh, does an online cupcakery. She's amazing. Anyway, uh, Babs is like, um, are those 4th of July cupcakes? Because I'm not going to eat them if they are. And I'm like, great, more for me. They're white icing with different color sprinkles. If you don't want to eat them, you don't have to eat them. And now I'm like a dozen cupcakes sitting here, which I don't need at all. And she's like, hey, can she put Black Lives Matter on the cupcakes? <laughs> it's like, Babs, no. Just <laughs> cupcake or don't eat the fucking cupcake it doesn't matter there we go so that's my check-in how about you oh man that's hilarious to me that your daughter is boycotting fourth of july cupcakes that's pretty woke not everyone's free and she hates fourth of july and i'm like okay you do you girl i mean what teenager turns down a cupcake at a time in life when there is not a stitch of fat on your body, doesn't matter what you eat, it just falls right through you. Not you fair. never gain any weight. It doesn't mess with anything. <laughs> and she is boycotting Fourth of July cupcakes. That's pretty incredible. That's some yes. serious self-restraint because I can't boycott Fourth of July cupcakes now and I have no business eating them. Um, so what's going on with me? Uh, this was a bit of a morning because little man's daycare is closed today, Friday the 3rd. Yeah. For 4th of July. Yeah. So that means I have them by myself because my husband works in retail. So he never has holidays off. Well, the thing is I woke up this morning and I've been getting up early to go walking or jogging before the baby wakes up or before everybody's up and going as much as I can. What time? Uh, this morning, well, so this morning I probably woke up around six. Honestly, I fiddle farted around for a long time and I didn't get out of the house, um, and start actually walking until like 10 till seven, to be honest. So somewhere between six and seven, if I'm not in charge of getting him up that morning, like I'll go give the monitor to my husband and then I'll take off and try to get as much exercise in as possible before it gets too hot because it's, you know, it's July in Texas. Also, if I don't do it early morning, it's probably not going to happen. Anyhow, so I got up and was, was going to go for a walk. Well, I woke up to a, a text message for an audition. And I don't remember if we talked about this, but I do like uh, little acting gigs and stuff on the side here in Austin as much as I can. I haven't been doing much over the past two and a half years since getting actually more than that now. Three and a half years, I guess, because my pregnancy... I was only able to go out on a few auditions since I was, you know, preggers. Not, not 
Yeah, <laughs> since I was knocked up, I, I could only do knocked up rolls. And then I had him and I was like, screw this, I ain't going nowhere uh, for a while, especially since I didn't have any help. Another story for another time. Now he's starting to get a little bit older. And since it's summertime and he's in daycare, but I'm not working, I can do a little bit more. So I've been trying to do as much as I can. Anyways, that was a long rambly way to say I had an audition that I needed to uh, get on tape today. What was it for? It's a PSA. I think that's probably all I can Mm -hmm. say or should say. Just in general, you should... um, for those of you who are looking into acting, keep the details of your audition on the down completely private. Yeah, because yeah, like I used to be. Well, especially if it's something, if it's a commercial and there's competitors out there and such, a lot of times, you know, depending on how big the company is, sometimes they make you sign a non-disclosure agreement. At any rate, it's a PSA. And the really cool thing about this quarantine or stay-at-home order or whatever is that they have been accepting a lot more self-tapes, which has been more of a thing in the industry for a while. But right now, obviously, that's pretty much all they're accepting. And they're even letting people record at home and actually using it in commercials and such. Yeah, that's that's right. I've seen several commercials like that. Mm -hmm. Or they'll come in and they'll like have their crew kind of set up with their mask on, like one-man crew, get it all set up, press record, and then leave. And then you record. And then they come in and take their equipment away. I've been hearing about that too. At any rate, my whole point is all I had to do is a self-tape. But the really annoying thing about auditions in general, especially for girls, you're talking about showering and getting your hair perfect, getting your makeup perfect, going and getting the setup done on your little tripod, make sure all the um, lighting is good. And my, I have this like gray curtain that I use uh, as the background for my self-tape auditions. We got it all set up well before my son was born and it's in his room. So it's like, if I'm going to do a self-tape, he needs to not be in there. So I was getting all of that set up so that I had that curtain behind me like like I've always had. And the double-edged sword about self-tapes is that you just keep recording, trying to make it more and more perfect with, you know, an in-person audition. You go in and whatever you do, that's what you did. That's you got to let it go. Bad, yeah. Which can be a double-edged sword as well. Right. You know? It's good and it's bad. How many take? I mean, did you do a lot of them? Oh, fuck me. I did so many. I probably did like 15 takes and it was nothing. Like it was, this was nice because there was, there wasn't someone else that I had to read with or anything. They just needed to see the expressiveness of your eyes. That was really the main thing. So it's a little bit awkward because you're not really doing anything except for emoting the things that they tell you to emote, (laughs) but um, whatever. And then they have, you know, specific submission guidelines and stuff, all of that, that you have to be sure that you're doing just so, so, cause every single audition is a little bit different, but I really like these casting directors. They're really super nice. And so anytime I can get an audition with them, I am like, let's do this. I was really glad I got it done. That's the other thing about self tapes. Tell Babs this, you got to get it in as early as possible. And you know what? I went to this, before like, like if they say, Oh, well, before the deadline, if you can't, they may not even look at everybody's, right? If they have to go one. Well, there's no guarantee, I'm sure. There's no guarantee. Well, so the other thing is too, so I did a little webinar with one of the bigger, probably the biggest casting director in Austin. The Austin Creative Alliance scheduled her for like a Zoom webinar where all the actors got to go on and listen to her talk about how she handles auditions, how she calls people in, her pet peeves, blah, blah, blah. You know, and just be prepared in case you're able to get in the room with her. 
because like I said, she's the biggest casting director in Austin and cast the most reputable stuff, the television and movies that come out of here. Like she's the one that casts for Robert Rodriguez and that sort of thing here in Austin. So I was listening to her webinar and one of the things that she was saying, you know, she just reminded us, you have to get that video in as soon as you possibly can with these self-tapes. And she's not one to do self-tapes. She does not like doing them. So this has forced her hand. COVID has forced her hand to do self-tapes and whatnot. The thing that she pointed out that I hadn't really thought about, if you submit super early and they want, they're interested, but they want to see a different take or they want you to tweak something and resubmit, then there's still time to do that. But if you submit right up at the deadline, what you submit is what you submit. And like you said, they may not even look at it because the earlier bird gets the worm. They look at you as they're trickling in. And if they see somebody that they're interested in, they may not be able to get their head off of them and onto you. And it saves them time and money too. So yeah. Oh, we found our girl. Let's Mm -hmm. do it. Absolutely. So it's, it's hard sometimes because it's like, you know, while I'm working right now, I can't put this down on tape and it, and it's really stressful. But that's part of the reason like why. Like library closed for today for the two know, hours. Right. Librarian is going to do a self tape. So just deal with it. That is so funny. Reading's lame anyway. Don't come in the library. No, I really don't believe reading's lame. So I just full disclosure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we can I be friends anymore. Reading. I advocate reading. Yes. I appreciate that because I might have to kill you if you didn't. It's, you know what's funny is that I do have a coworker that has helped me out a lot with audition tapes, and I kept a sheet, like a light blue sheet for a background. (laughs) And sometimes if I got an audition request, I would go to my coworker, the choir teacher, we'll call her the choir teacher. And I'd be like, Hey, choir teacher, do you have time this afternoon to come help me with this? And she's always, she's one of those laid back people that's like, yeah, sure. She does everything. And she doesn't have any kids or anything that she has to raise home to. So she'll just come into the library. We'll set up the background and she'll be my reader or whatever. And, you know, since she's a choir teacher, if I ever have an audition for musical theater or something where I need to be singing, she's perfectly happy to like give me pointers and stuff. She's so sweet. I love that. At any rate, my point being, I have absolutely like the day was over, shut the library down. Everybody go away. I got to do a little audition at the back of the library. (laughs) I've totally done that. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying something like that. That's not what the library's for. Exactly. But it's not during business hours. No, it's not. No, it's after school. And I was totally joking. I do not advocate you shutting the library down at any point. I appreciate that. Anyhow, I mean, the lack of flexibility, though, in terms of auditions is what is making me think ahead to maybe doing some other type of work. As much as I love my job, I just need flexibility if I want to do more creative crap, right? Hmm, exactly. Hmm. No, don't start with me. I am not doing your business. It is not for me. I have no idea. Shut up. What I have no idea what could create a passive income helping people, working on your phone, working about 15 hours a week. Not right away, but like working about 15 hours a week, creating an income. I don't know. Let's think. Huh. I don't know. I'm giving you do you not time. work 15 hours a week, dude. I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. It's not a business that you need to work full time. I drag my ass. And I'm working on using my time better because obviously we have great creative projects that I'm able to do because I have the time. If I was in a nine to five, I would not be here right now at my table. Yeah, no, it's always an option. 
when I am at my Mercedes presentation this year, you'll come. Well, maybe it'll be virtual. How sad will that be? A virtual. We're gonna have to cut all of this. We're gonna bore the shit out of our audience. Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, please. No, cut all that. Okay, gang. That was an abrupt stop to this bonus episode. We considered throwing out this content since at this point it is five weeks past when we recorded it. The thing is, though, it gave us an idea for our very first Patreon episode, Babs Claps Back. That's right. We're going to give Babs an opportunity to tell her side of the story of what happened at the Black Lives Matter protest and thereafter. She's got a lot of thoughts of her own that she wants to share, and we thought it would make a great start to our Patreon page. So we will be dropping all the details on how you're going to be able to access this. We're going to release it on September 1st. We can't wait for you to hear what she has to say. Thanks so much for hanging with us and listening to our little bonus episode. We will be back shortly with a full-length episode for you guys. We've got some really fun stuff coming up. We're super excited about it. If you have any questions or feedback for us, you can email us at teenagertoddler2020 at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at teenagertoddler. Thanks again for hanging with us while we solve world peace. Talk soon. How do you feel about being off preschool today? How does that make you feel? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Can you say hi? Hi. Just a quick hi. Mommy, rabbit. Yeah. Uh oh. What's uh oh? Yeah. Yeah, my my headset. Yeah, I'm gonna go downstairs.